0: Hello, my loves. This is With Love, Danielle. I want to talk about conflict today. I want to talk about not taking the bait. I want to talk about the opposite of conflict, which is peace and how unfamiliar and unsettling and foreign peace can feel when you're in the middle of chaos and arguing and attack and opposition. We're in a relationship, any kind of relationship. It can be business to business, peer to peer. It could be a romantic relationship. It could be with a member of your family, a friendship. There's a conflict. There's a conflict that might be so severe that you're deciding you need to argue over different parts of who owns what, who was right, who was wrong who's going to get what going forward, all that kind of stuff. The conflict itself, the dance of the fight, the anatomy of the argument is really just an opportunity for the ego to off-gas. It's how our shadow selves have a field day. It's how our woundedness gets its attention. And the training, the opportunity to really become a master of love and to think more clearly and to really grow upward is to learn how to be calm in that storm, to learn how to not take the bait. It's the ultimate test. Exactly when you want to lash out, or in a really dignified and spiritually buttoned up way, with so much love and consideration, lay out very succinctly all the reasons that you are right and more evolved than they are, which is really just the ego in disguise, totally understandable. Instead of doing all that stuff, instead of dancing, you just step out of the dance. And that's the move that will reconfigure every cell in your being, that's the move that's going to change the course of your life for the better. That is liberation. Have a friend in a deep battle with a relative. It was legal, might have gone to court, lots of back and forth, so painful. And you could see all of the issues of family of origin stuff and the way they had treated her for years and the way she showed up. And it was just all there. It was like ego, woundedness, inner child, frenzy. I texted her back. What if you gave this zero more energy? I know it's totally counterintuitive. I know this may feel impossible, but just zero more energy. What if you just keep it really simple and really clean? And simple, by the way, is a spiritual practice. What if you don't take the hook? Even in the face of how demanding this is and how much time this has been sucking out of your life, What if you just spend as little time on this as possible? And then I told her a story about how in a couple relationships, personal and a professional relationship, when I was so engaged in the disengagement, eventually I saw the game. (laughs) I saw that every time I gave more energy, I spent an extra two hours composing the two sentences to articulate my position, to get them to see how wise I was and how unwise they were, or to craft something just particularly so no one threatened a lawsuit, or so I got out of this situation with a good reputation. All that efforting I was doing to craft— which is really just a sweeter word for manipulate the situation so that people thought of me in a particular way. But what was really happening was I was just taking the bait of shadow boxing. Their ego was coming after my ego. They were going after my weak spots. I was going after their weak spots all so that we could look strong. To have our wounds healed from when we felt attacked in the past. You can see the cycle. It's crazy. So just don't take the hook. You might just want to start responding with one or two sentences. And not to be a dick, but just to keep things really simple. Just to start giving things significantly less energy than you've been giving them before. So... You can cite the terms of the deal. You can stop defending yourself. Stop defending yourself. A Course in Miracles teaches that when we defend ourselves, we perceive that there has been attack, where there has been no attack. When we defend ourselves, we affirm the attack. When we defend ourselves, we put up a blockade between ourselves and loving awareness. What if you just stopped making requests? What if you stopped arguing with every dumb point that they make? And this is the big one. What if you just get really comfortable with wondering, and by wondering I mean fretting and panicking, about whether they think if you are awful, or dumb, or mean, or stupid, or entitled, or unworthy... Get comfortable with wondering what they think about you. And that comfort will help to calm down that fretting, that worry, that paranoia, that grasping to other people's opinions about you. And eventually you move into that space where you care significantly less about what other people think about you. Pulling your energy out of a situation. Choosing simplicity and brevity might feel foreign to a lot of us who have spent a lot of time defending ourselves or a lot of time really being in attack mode, a lot of energy manipulating situations to go a certain way, or trying to manipulate what people actually think about us, which is insanity, you have zero control about what anybody else in their heart and mind and level of consciousness chooses to think about you. When we pull out of that dynamic, it's going to feel uncomfortable because it goes against the grain of the behaviors that we've habituated. We've been dancing the dance of defensiveness for so long that just to stop is kind of discombobulating. And then the mind makes up all of these stories about our new way of being. And some of those stories might be that, you know, we're playing hardball, and this is mean, or this is weak, or there's going to be all of these terrible consequences But how can any terrible consequence come from the decision to just be gentle with yourself, to put your energy where you really deserve to have it placed, which is on conditions of healing, loving yourself, finding peace within yourself, moving forward elegantly. That's where all the effort should go. just want to pause for a moment to let you know about my heart-centered leadership program. We are working with a curriculum that spiritual warriors are taking out into the world, whether they are coaches, facilitators, high school guidance counselors, yoga teachers, big HR company leaders, to have conversations about dissolving polarization and working with the shadow self and unity and finding ways that we can love all those parts of ourselves that we've rejected so that we can be better leaders, and communitarians. If you head to danielleport.com slash facilitators, you will find the Heart-Centered Facilitator Program, which is right on time for idealists of all kinds. You know, in the situations where I was really entangled, you know, one of them was divorce. I was not exactly... Super duper enlightened in the divorce. It was pretty amicable, as I've said before, but you know, come on, we were both hurt and duking it out. And then in the situation where I had someone who wanted to sue me for a lot of money for work they didn't do, and it made no sense whatsoever because I just missed this tiny little clause in the contract that they insisted that I sign before they got on the airplane. Anyway, what made me most uncomfortable about those situations, which had me locked in that back and forth, that really it's just like justification palooza, but I'm this and you're that, was I really wanted, and by I, I really mean my ego, my ego really wanted everyone else involved to think that I was enlightened and brilliant all the time. And so I get into these conversations where I'm trying to sound all hospitable and go with the flow, and aligned with these principles of morality and ethics, which is just another way of saying, I got on my high horse of posturing so that I could be both right and perceived as ethical at the same time. It's a losing game. It's justification palooza. So if you're going to give a situation of conflict zero more energy, What you need to get clear on is your loving ground. (laughs) What are you going to do with all of that energy of frustration, of defensiveness, of sadness, sorrow, of grief? What are you going to do with those feelings of greed, of sadness? You're going to take all of that energy that you've been putting into that situation And you're going to pour it into your vision of healing that benefits all parties involved. You're going to hold an image of the most loving, beneficial, harmonious outcome for yourself and for them. It doesn't mean you back down from asking for what you're asking for. It doesn't mean that you let go of your ideals of justice and of balance. I mean, we still live in this dualistic world. There's cause and effect. And you can put your whole heart into wanting the best cause out of the effect. So you root into loving yourself. You root into reverence for all your uncomfortable emotions. You have space for them, and you have comfort for them. And then you root into your awareness of our oneness, that everyone deserves peace from the outcome. Someone may win on paper and someone may lose, but you direct your prayers to peace for all. That's all of your energy going into that and zero of your energy going into the dance of the conflict. You prioritize peace for you and everybody. And the divine irony of that is when you are running that loving intention of peacefulness through your mind, your heart, your energy bodies, everything begins to calm down. They may keep coming at you, but you calm. They might want to keep the conflict and the scenario going, but you're calm. And here we keep in mind the universal law that to give is to receive. You are emitting, you are radiating calmness and peace rooted in the prayer of harmony, and they begin to settle down. Besides, you are putting zero energy or at least significantly less energy into the situation now. It gives them significantly less to latch onto. You are feeding them less. You are fanning the flames of hostility way less. Fear feeds on fear. Hostility feeds on hostility. Don't give it any more food. Way less energy. All your attention to loving you, which radiates out into more peace for everybody involved. Okay. You had a deal. Let's say they broke the deal. According to the deal, which you have respect and honor for, they have to clean up their side of the street. So you can just tell them in very simple, elegant language with no hooks about what they did wrong or referencing the past. You just tell them what clean looks like to you. What's your vision of harmony? And then they're going to choose to clean it up or not. And you go from there. Bless them, release them and the dynamic of abuse, of fighting, of manipulation, whatever your kind of strange dance has been, and then you see what happens. Either way, you have more energy to expand yourself, to water your own garden, to find out just how loving you are. Either way, you are growing and you are healing. So, what if you gave the conflict just zero more energy? What if you did the deep, deep work of keeping it really simple and really clean? What if you loved yourself so much that you didn't take the hook? How's that for a beautiful reframe? You're so busy loving and nurturing yourself, creating conditions of healing that you don't take the hook. We don't really need to teach anybody else anything. We just need to love ourselves enough to choose peace. Thank you so much for listening, for feeling, for spreading the word with love.